we haven't met yet, my name is Brian. I'm one of the pastors here. And uh, if we haven't got a chance to meet yet, I look forward to hopefully being able to do that real soon. I'll be up here afterwards, so I would love to meet you if we haven't done that yet. Um, it's so good. I, it's just kind of a function of the calendar, but it's so good when we have a Sunday between Thanksgiving and Advent to just kind of pause and give thanks. I'm so uh, thankful for the opportunity to give thanks. Is that a thing? I, it's, uh, it's so good to be able to do that. I was so thankful uh, for Tim leading us in that Bach piece and just having a moment to give thanks to the Lord for all the good things that he's done. And so uh, today, hopefully, will be a breath of that for you in the midst of uh, what uh, promises to be a very busy season. If you've been with us over the last couple months, uh, we've just wrapped up last week a practice series uh, called Preaching the Gospel. One of the things that we take very seriously is the things that Jesus did as practices, we want to also practice, step into doing. And so to that end, if you have not completed the practice part of the practice series, let me encourage you to keep moving with that. Um, We do these practice series not just so that we would have more information or more teaching, but so that we would step into the things of God, to the things that he's invited us to do, the things that he modeled for us to do. And um, I want to let you know as we go into the holiday season that statistics at least are on your side as it comes to preaching the gospel. Uh, Throughout the U.S., there's been numerous studies done, and the numbers always end up to be somewhere between 80 and 90 percent of people who don't regularly attend church say that they would quickly say yes if a friend, family member, neighbor, or co-worker invited them to come to church with them. 80 to 90 percent of people. Because the barrier in most instances is not Jesus, it's the fact that this is kind of weird, right? Like this is just not, this isn't a normal kind of setting. And so people feel like, I'm not walking in there by myself. But if my friend asked me to come and, and navigated the journey with me, I would be glad to come. And so as we think about preaching the gospel this season, uh, it's certainly not just invitation. But let me encourage you, Invitation is one of the ways that we can preach the gospel, and we have a great opportunity to do that as we move into the season. Pastor Isa talked about Behold the Lamb as an opportunity for us to uh, invite friends and neighbors. Uh, Just think of it as a a concert that we can invite our friends to come and experience together. We would do that in lots of other settings. We're inviting people into this setting as well. Um, One thing he didn't mention that I want to note is that there are tickets. Those tickets are free, so it's not like you have to pay for tickets, but what we don't want is for you to invite your entire neighborhood and then you show up and there's no seats left because everybody uh, has already taken all the seats. And so there's just a, a number that goes with the amount of people that we can fit into this room. And so if you're planning to come either to the two o'clock or the seven o'clock, we'd love for you to grab tickets. You can do that um, out in the hub. You can do that through the office during the week, but we'd love for you to have tickets so that we know how many people are going to be there. Also, during the Advent season, it's a great opportunity to just invite people to come and experience. We are going to, starting next week, uh, step into our Advent series. Um, The annual meeting is next week. Great opportunity to invite friends because it's a short service, right? I mean, come on, can't beat that. An hour and hour and ten or so, come on. Um, in between, we have the annual meeting, and if you haven't been part of York Alliance uh, in the past, let me just say a word about the annual meeting. It used to be that the annual meeting was uh, the time where we gathered together the entire membership of the church, but in reality, the majority of the membership of the church was at Starbucks skipping the annual meeting. And so we've tried to adapt, and um, uh, what we'll be doing next week, it, whether you are a regular part of York Alliance, whether whether you're new to York Alliance, whether you're a member or not, 
it's a great opportunity to hear where God's taking us. We've really set up this time and honed it to be a time where we can talk about where we believe God's leading us in the next year to hear stories of God's faithfulness, people who are part of the York Alliance body, people who are uh, kind of connected to the York Alliance body in a variety of different ways, uh, leading us forward as they uh, tell their story of how God's working and continues to work. And so it's going to be a really fun and exciting time. And so I want to encourage you to uh, make it a priority to come and be a part of that. But we'll also next week start our Advent series. And our Advent series is grounded in the prophetic names of Jesus from Isaiah chapter 9. Now, you may not off the top of your head know what those names are, but as I say them, they'll be familiar to you. The names like Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And what we're going to do over the course of these next four weeks is look at both the prophetic overtones of those names, the New Testament fulfillment of those names, and how those names impact us today as we live in pursuit of Jesus. But the preaching is only going to be a small part of the overall experience of Advent. We're so excited for uh, not just digging into the word, but hearing the word expressed and seeing the word expressed in lots of other ways. Our worship leaders have been hard at work, and there are four original songs that have been written that are going to be debuted over the next four weeks that are in line with that theme. And so you're going to hear a little bit about the inspiration behind those songs, and then hear those songs for the first time as they're uh, performed for us, and we get to enter in to the beauty of each of those names through song, through brand new songs that come out of the York Alliance body. In addition to that, we have a a group of visual artists that um, span the generations. So four different generations of visual artists are in the process right now of preparing visual pieces that will be uh, debuted each of those weeks. They'll talk a little bit about the inspiration behind them and we'll have an opportunity to see them. We'll have kind of a mini art gallery here where we get to see each of those names expressed uh, in visual art. And so uh, one of the things that we feel really passionate about uh, from Tim's Bach piece to these songs that are being written to uh, this visual art that's being created is that all forms are to be given to the glory of God. And uh, Asa talked about that, that idea of whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, we do it to the glory of God. And so we believe that we follow God the creator. And so therefore, um, as we are redeemed people, one of the things that's being redeemed is our creative uh, powers, the the creativity that God's given to us. We co-create alongside of him. And so we want to continue to press into creativity and artistic forms for the glory of God. And so really excited about that. That's going to be uh, starting next week and go all the way through uh, Christmas Eve morning, the fourth Sunday of Advent, uh, as we celebrate together.